Hello, everyone. We're here. We did it. We made it to this point. Um, has anyone had like the best semester of their life or what? <laughs> I, know, I know things are rough, um, but this is one of the wonderful things that we are able to do this year. And I have been waiting for this for so long. Um, yeah, so if, if you haven't been here before, um, welcome or welcome back, depending on who you are. I'm so glad you're here with us, whether you're here in this building, watching at home, or over at Homestead. Hello, Homestead. What's up? I can hear you from here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tonight is the penultimate, good word, penultimate teaching in our prayer series. So we're going to have next week, and then we'll be done. And then we're going to be moving to our next series, which you'll, you guys will hear about soon. Um, so tonight... Um, we, we, we started with different types of prayer, you know, we went through Lamentations, we went through Search Me, um, we went through Prayers of Dedication, um, and all these different types of prayer. And tonight, um, I wish it were a more like joyous um, topic, <laughs> but tonight is the prayer of Break Me. And whenever I first uh, was preparing for this, I was like, uh, I don't, I don't love it, because <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make sense at first glance, right? It's like, why, why would you pray for God to break you? What does that mean? And so, I don't know about you guys, but one of the best ways that I learn, um, I ask a ton of questions, like so many questions. That's probably like 90% of my thought process, to be honest. It's like, okay, why? What for? What's that mean? And so, I, whenever I was going through the scripture, whenever I was going through this topic itself, I was like, Okay, I have some big questions, which are going to be like our big points tonight, and that is, um, so it's, um, let's see, what, like, what is brokenness? That'll be the first point, and then the next one, uh, that, that's our first big question, big point, and then the second one is, uh, okay, now we know what that is, so now what? What do you do with that? How do you move forward? And whenever I was writing this also, um, I was thinking of so many of you guys. I know this has been a tough semester, but you know what? The fact that we're in here in person tonight, I want you to just like hold on to that as tight as you can and get you through the next however many weeks. <laughs> um, you know, I thought, I thought of a lot of you who are dealing with brokenness, who um, you know, are going through different things. And, and what this tells me is that this isn't really a new problem. And, you know, and the fact that we're looking at it at scripture shows us that it's like a very old problem, <laughs> you know, since it's in scripture. And so tonight, um, it'll be 2 Corinthians 12, and it'll be the first 10 verses. So 12, 1 through 10, that's what we're going to be going through. Um, and so, you know, I was, you know, wrestling with these, not really wrestling with God with these questions, but I'm like, God, what, what does this mean? Because I have my own definitions, but I want to know what it is from you. And we're going to find out through the scripture. Um, so first, I'm going to go ahead and pray, um, just to prepare our hearts, um, prepare um, really this kind of heavy topic that's, um, you know, there's always a flip side, right? It always, it always ends up good, but, so we'll get there. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pray. Feel bad with me. Uh, Father God, um, I'm so glad that we're here tonight. I'm so glad to see all of these familiar faces. Um, I want to pray for... Um, your word to be evident tonight, um, whatever you want to be uh, 
you know, said to each individual heart, but also to us as a whole, to our whole ministry. God, um, be with us as we dissect this and as we figure out what does this mean? What does your word actually say about it? Um, so be with us tonight, God. Uh, we love you and we praise you, and it's in your son's name. Amen. All right, so um, I'll have it up on the screen right there. Um, so the first 10 verses, and this is from Paul, letter to the Corinthians, and it says, I must go on boasting. Although there is nothing to be gained, I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Are you confused yet? <laughs> Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Weird, right? Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain, so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations, what he was talking about earlier in this passage. Therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness." Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am made strong. And so, again, you know, a lot of questions, like what is even that first part, which we won't really get into much um, tonight. It's like, okay, like why, why are you saying, like, I will boast, but I won't? Like, what, Paul, what are you saying? <laughs> and so, again, those questions. Um, you might have the same question, so let's just work through it together, right? So the first point of what is brokenness? What does that even mean? <laughs> and so um, the, the first point in this big point is it, it's how we get rid of the junk. It's how we get rid of the stuff that I don't really need. Um, but whenever you think of it as a prayer, you know, I don't think I've ever prayed, God, I really want you to break me. <laughs> it's not the first thing that comes to mind whenever I go in like my quiet time, right? <laughs> and so um, I'm thinking, well, why would God break a good thing? Me. Well, the fact of the matter is, you know, as, we, as, as Rachel was talking about before the song, um, you know, kingdom of heaven is around, but we're also in this fallen world. And so there are some bad things that we as humans are dealing with until we die, <laughs> until we see Jesus. And so um, that is what brokenness is. It's getting rid of all the junk, things that you don't want. And so if you look at verse 7, where Paul says, so I may not be conceited, and he's talking about the thorn in his flesh. And so um, if you haven't experienced it yet, and this isn't really an if you experience brokenness, it's more of a when you experience brokenness. 
I'm sorry to say it, but I also don't want to give you this false expectation of what life is, <laughs> which you guys have probably experienced within the past year, right? And so we have these traumas and we have these, this brokenness and we have no choice but to just humbly accept that, that we can't do it all and that we were never meant to, but we try really hard, right? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and so moving on to like brokenness is how we get rid of the junk. And it's also, it, it reveals what's inside. And so we're going to be singing a song after this, which is just perfect for this. So think of this. Um, so I have this mug. Um, and you might look at it and it's like, oh, what a like, cool, awesome blue mug that I found in the cabinet. Um, you know, there could be anything in this. You know, this could be, um, you know, I'm speaking tonight. And so it could be water. Or, you know, I might have a sore throat, so it might be tea. Um, it's also, like, past 9 o'clock, so it might be coffee. <laughs> you know, or it could be uh, gasoline. You, you know, <laughs> bottoms up, right? It could be, it could be hemlock. It could be, um, you know, full of toothpaste. Like, it could be anything because you can't see this. But, you know, whenever, you know, whenever things pour out, whenever things get broken, you see what's inside. You don't see my perspective that I can hold right here, and no one's gonna know because I'm not broken, because this mug looks really nice, and that is what I wanna give to the world. Eventually, that's not gonna always be like this perfect mug, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So, um, from where you're sitting, you don't get my point of view. You don't get my perspective. And, um, and, and I'm not going to get there yet. Um, and so the question is also, it's like, what's going to happen whenever this breaks? What's, what's going to pour out? What's going to happen whenever I, this mug, breaks? What happens? What's going to pour out? I would ideally like for it to be compassion or, you know, um, encouragement or hope. Um, but more often than not, even on a good day, um, you know what pours out? It's bitterness and pride and a horrible attitude because it hurts. It hurts to be broken, right? And so, and, and so moving on to our next point, um, you know, brokenness is a means to an end. Brokenness is a means to an end. It's how we get rid of the junk, it reveals what's inside, and it's also a means to an end. And so we saw this, the, the beginning of this, Paul starts off with kind of this like, whoa, what are you even talking about? Like these revelations and visions that were given to him from the Lord. Um, and it's a really clever way that he uses to speak to this people group in particular. Um, so think of like, like, like mythology, like, like Roman Greek mythology. Like, you know, it's a lot of like big, one, like grandiose stories. And so what Paul's doing, he's getting his attention, uh, get, getting the attention of the, of the readers. And then he reels it back in. He's like, you know what? I know all of this stuff, but forget about that. Let's talk about my weakness, right? And so he goes on with the drama, and then he stops and he throws a curveball. And then we see in verse 7 again um, that this thorn in Paul's side is from a messenger from Satan. And there are plenty of things that are unexpected in this life. Um, so just to, just to kind of give an illustration. So... I could do this all night and it probably wouldn't break, you know, and this is like a pretty small thing, like this isn't meant for, it's just you and things, <laughs> it's not, you know, um, 
But if I keep doing this for a while, this could be like, you know, imagine this. Um, someone said something rude to me, and I didn't like it. And then, uh, you know, I woke up late to class, and it kind of ruined everything. Um, you know, one of my friends got really mad at me, um, and I really don't like that. And it bothers me. And so eventually all these things are going to pile up, and if we don't have coping habits, something's going to happen. Then say, you know, you know, maybe something a little bit more extreme. Uh, maybe you get COVID. Maybe someone you know gets COVID. Maybe you have to miss uh, something that you were really important, like something you were really excited for because of COVID, right? I mean, we can all understand that, right? <laughs> and so, you know, and what happens whenever something happens? You lose a friend. Everyone's mad at you. <laughs> Nothing is going right. What happens then? Everything's going to pour out, and you hope it's something good. You really hope it's something good. Doesn't always happen that way. Now we have a mess. <laughs> and so it's a means to the end. And now we're left with this all these pieces that somehow were together at some point. But we know from what we are hearing, what we are reading, is that God has something for this. There's something that God wants to do with this, but whenever we look at it, it's like, well, that's useless. I cannot drink gasoline from that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything with it. And so then the question is, now what? That's the question now, is now what? What do we do with this? And the first thing is turn to God. <laughs> And we have um, a really hard time training ourselves to do this. I mean, anytime there's like a minor inconvenience, I'm like so ready with my family chat of both my sisters and my mom. And I'm just, I'm just, I have the, I have like paragraphs of text ready to go to complain about some minor thing or a large thing that happened in my life where I'm like genuinely disappointed. And I'm like, you know what? I need someone else right now. I'll go to my family. But here's the problem with that. My family can't handle every single issue that I have. Neither can my friends. Um, neither can my husband. Uh, my toddler can't. Sometimes I vent to him about it because he has no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and like the thing is, is like they can't handle that and they were never meant to. They're not supposed to. Well, so why on earth would I expect my friends or my family or my husband or my toddler to be my sounding board? But... Not that that isn't a bad thing to go to your friends, but it's what are we going to first? We've been over that here before, right? And so, um, and, and, and it's hard, but we see that Paul is, like, you know, writing to people. I mean, how, I, most of what Paul does whenever he's mentioned in the Bible is writing to others, sending encouragement. And so there is definitely a place for believers to come together. And we'll get to that now. So... This past weekend was girls' retreat. I'm like, yeah, girls' retreat. It was awesome. By the way, sign up for guys' retreat if you haven't. Um, so, <laughs> so girls' retreat. The whole theme was um, even if, meaning even if the worst happens, God is still good. Like imagine like the worst thing happening. I have like a whole list of things because I'm just like a nervous person generally. <laughs> so the worst thing that could happen. Do we know that God is still good? Do we doubt that? 
do we believe it? And I'm not saying it's not okay to challenge some things because I think that's just a healthy part of your faith. It's part of it. But to come back and always realize God is good, even if the worst happens. And let me tell you, <laughs> girls retreat was so amazing because even just knowing, you know, all the girls who attended, you know, we're all coming together, you know, virtually with people from all across the globe and, and we're all experiencing the same thing. You know, it's like, okay, yes, I, I must believe that even if the worst happens, God is still good. And so one of the things that, that God is able to do with us, um, say this is part of my, you know, part, little part of a handle. Um, th- this, is, this is all that's left of me. <laughs> Some days, sometimes it feels like this is all I have left. Some days it feels like it's more like this. <laughs> um, whether you are, you know what, there might be, someone else, you know, Jenna, I might, there might be a piece that you have, and it fits perfectly with my piece, (laughs) you know, and, you know, Ellie, there might be a piece that works perfectly, you know, and Danny, and all of our pieces work so beautifully together, and I don't know, I don't know if you guys have, you know, think of like a mosaic, you know, and it's like all these teeny tiny broken pieces, but you step, you take a step back, and you look at this, it's usually big and elaborate. You know, sometimes there's like floors made of it, and it's like entire walls, entire, entire structures made of mosaic. And whenever you take a step back, it's like, wow, that's beautiful. But you know what they had to do to make it so beautiful? They had to be broken. The pieces that were once whole, they had to be broken. And then they fit together. And then it's just this wonderful thing. Or think of stained glass, you know, whenever you see like these giant, beautiful... Um, you know, scenes in, in, in big churches, and you just think of that glass was cut to a specific shape, and it was, and it was, you know, some pieces probably broke, <laughs> but you know, it can be reused and it can recycle, it can be recycled and it can be used for this really beautiful, wonderful thing that is the body of Christ. And so, this last part um, is, is really the whole part of this, and tonight's going to be a shorter, a shorter night. Um, and so the last thing we do, so, so now what? It's, it's we turn to God, we come together, and then we actually do the hard part, and we pray for brokenness. And so, this, uh, so, so we turn to God, come together, and we pray for brokenness. That is the triumvirate of all of this. And so these three big things, and, and I'm going to ask you to be bold in your faith tonight, because we have some things to discuss with God. And it's going to be uncomfortable, and it's probably going to hurt. <laughs> if you think of some things, and it's like, this is an issue in my life, and it needs to be gone, and I don't know what to do about it. It's because you just don't have, you don't have it all. You don't have all the power just with you. But thank the Lord that we have him in us, right? Like, it's not totally hopeless. And, and I really want this to be the bigger message of tonight, that brokenness doesn't have to be this, like, you know, Instagram-worthy post of like, oh, man, I'm so broken. But no, it's like rejoice. Like, like, like the way Christ, like, knits us together and the way that we are able to be, like, just all together. Like, and I love that this is tonight because I'm able to see each and every one of you. And I think, and I see every single one of your faces, and I could thank you for a very specific thing that you bring to this ministry. I promise. So with that being said, we're going to take... The last, the last bit of this, um, I'm going to play some stuff on the piano here in a second, and we're going to go through these questions. Um, so, and, and, I want, and I want this to be like a significant amount of time. Um, we'll have the lights a little bit lower, um, 
uh, I'll help like your process or whatever. <laughs> um, and so the first one is, what do you need to be broken of today? And just some examples, maybe it's pride, maybe it's lust or bitterness or addiction or, um, you know, just, just what, what, what do you normally turn to first whenever you feel broken? Be, pray to be broken of that thing, if that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? And then the next part, um, you know, thinking of like that, that body, that coming together, uh, who is something that you're willing to reach out to this week to help pray for your brokenness? Uh, I don't want to give you the answer to this, but um, hello, <laughs> I would love to talk to you. <laughs> so would Ben, and so would Adam, and so would my Ben, and so would Caitlin and Aaron. And, you know, there's so many people, anyone on leadership, your, your life group leader, anyone in this room, sorry, I'm sending you guys up for this, but go talk to someone. We're here. I know it feels so lonely right now, but that's just not true. It's just not true. We just aren't in the same physical location. I promise you are not alone. You're so not alone. And then the last part is you're going to take those two questions and think, and you're going to ask God to break you tonight. And I want you to, to come to him with your broken pieces. Um, I, don't, I don't know about you guys. Maybe, maybe something very recently happened, and you're like, well, that's a bummer that this is tonight. I'm sorry. I really am. <laughs> Or, you know, you might have felt broken for the past three years. I don't know. But I think it's important to name it, to figure out what's going on, and then take it to God. And so I want you to ask God to break you tonight. Come to him with your broken pieces. And just like Paul, to be made strong in your weakness, pray for that. Ask him for strength in your weakness. All right, so I'm going to go ahead um, and give you guys quite a bit of time. I'm going to go ahead and play just some stuff on the piano, um, and, and I want you guys to really be bold in this, so at your leisure, go for it. All right. So that's what I've got for you guys. Um, again, this is a hard thing. Um, I feel like it is talked about a lot, but I don't think it's talked about in healthy ways. Um, this might be new for you. Um, and um, if it isn't, I'm sorry. I really am. Um, but I really do mean um, staff is here to talk to you. And one of the things that might come from your brokenness is actually this deep, inerrant need for something bigger. <laughs> Spoiler it's God, and God wins. And so I, I desperately want each and every one of you to, to become a believer and, and to declare Christ as Lord of your life and, and, and to really figure out what that means and to really go through that process um, that is so wonderful and it's hard a lot of the times because it's like this total shift. <laughs> Everything that the world is saying, um, God has something greater. Again, this is a big word, but I promise that. I promise whatever, had, whatever God has for you it is so much greater. Nothing else is worth it. And so may, maybe part of your brokenness and part of praying for it, um, maybe one of the things that can come from that is taking those next steps as a, as a believer. And maybe you've been thinking of, of dedicating, your, dedicating your life to Christ. If, you, if you're interested in that, by all means, come talk to me. If you're interested in the next step, and that might be baptism, 
you know, come, come talk to us. We're going to have a baptism next week. We had a baptism last semester, and this is just one of the most beautiful things, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Guys, God's going to do something amazing this semester. He already is. We just might have to look a little bit harder. And so, with that being said, whenever all of this is over tonight, I'm going to be sitting right there, right here, sitting right there. <laughs> if, if you want to talk about anything, um, if, if you need prayer, if you're interested in, um, in, in what it means to, to dedicate your life, to, to declare Christ as Lord, or, or that next step in believer's baptism, I'll be right there. I'll be ready. I'll stay here till like 2 a.m. If you want me, 3 a.m. I'll stay here all night. I'm here tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, come talk to me. Um, and with that, um, the worship team is going to go ahead and come up, and um, I'm going to pray while while we're getting things set up. Um, Father God, um, I want to thank you for for this evening. Um, even though this is a new prayer, um, God, I do thank you for um, brokenness. Um, and God, we know that, that all things work together for your good, for those who believe in him. And God, if I read that and I believe it's true, then, then I feel like I must pray it, God. Um, wherever everyone is tonight um, in, their, in their own individual lives, in their individual walks, um, God, I pray that they look to you first um, as the creator of the universe who is capable of these, who, who, who has done these wonderful, amazing, big things that also cares about us and our broken pieces and our jagged edges. God, I pray that we can come together as well as the body of Christ. And I pray that we can be bold enough in our faith to pray um, that bold and weird and sometimes dangerous prayer of break me, God. So be with us as, as we worship you. Um, thank you for, again, this night that we're able to be in person. I want to pray blessing over, over everyone watching this, God. Love you and we praise you, and it's in your son's name. Amen.